0: This podcast contains material of an adult nature. It's not safe for work or appropriate for children under the age of 18. If you're offended by mature content, please stop listening now. The stories included in this podcast are not checked for factual content and are for entertainment purposes only. It's secondhand story time. Hello, and welcome to episode number 56 of Secondhand Storytime, the show where we tell stories we heard from someone else. I'm your host, Will Kissler. I'm happy to be joined again today by my good friend, the Reverend Jeremy White. He's got a story about one of his buddies and an altercation he had with some people riding by. Please enjoy. And I'm happy to be back with my good buddy, the Reverend Jeremy White. Hello. So, uh, Reverend, welcome back. Thank you. So I guess you All have right. another story for us, correct?
1: I do, yeah. Okay, well, so this one, uh, it's actually the same guy that the uh, my other story was. And I made up a name for him, and uh, that won't be consistent. I'm just going to use his real name this time.
0: This was a story about uh, wine bottles and urine, correct? Yeah,
1: okay. urine and, and the wine bottle, yeah. Okay, so... Uh, this, guy, this guy's got a lot of stories. I should I should come back. I should just have an episode with this guy's stories. But this one in particular, he was working at uh, Starbucks. And so he had parked a few blocks away from Starbucks. It was after work. And one of his coworkers had parked right by. So he asked her if she would get him a ride to his car. And she accepted. And so uh, they get in their car and driving down the, the road and his car is parked on this narrow road on the, on the side of the road. So she, she lets him out. And of course she has to like block traffic because it's a narrow road and only one car can get through. Right. But, but there's no traffic. So he gets out and there's this car laying on its horn, like a block away that's coming up in anticipation of these, of this, of Caleb and, uh, and his coworker possibly like slowing them down, like just laying on the horn all the way. So and, he
0: hasn't been waiting and he's not like, he's not to the point where he'll even start waiting.
1: Right. Like it's not even clear at this point that this guy's honking at them, but he just keeps doing it. And as he gets closer, you can see like, this guy's just an asshole. <laughs> and so the girl drives off and, and Caleb, you know, is on the sidewalk now. And the car is still laying on their horn because they're they're just pissed off, I guess. Some people are just mean.
0: A, t- a touch of the road rage.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I get yeah, this is this is a case of road rage. And uh so out of the corner of Caleb's eye he can see that the passenger window is down and these this this guy is leaning out and he's he's like getting ready to the hawk a loogie adding he's gonna spit on Caleb. Really? Uh, Caleb, yeah, Caleb, well, the reason is because Caleb hears his honking, and he turns around and flips this car off Right. heart. Right. I, and this is not, like, a conscious thing. Like, Caleb just flipped them off. Like, of course, he's going to flip them off.
0: Well, if, if you're honking at people, especially if you're, it's, like, a prolonged honk, not just, like, a little bump. Yeah. It's, like, maybe someone's, like, not paying attention to the light. That's fine to give them the little tap. But I yeah. hate... Hate when people honk at me in a major way. Yeah. And so, yes, I i feel that Caleb is perfectly justified.
1: Right. Yeah. I agree. It's and it's like so, saying,
0: hey, I'm an asshole. What are you going to do about it? And the figure yeah. seems like an appropriate response. Right. Yeah.
1: This guy does something completely rude, and then Caleb, uh, he does something rude also, but it's called for. Right. And this guy's really offended, like, oh my God, I can't believe he <laughs> me up. Uh, he's going to spit on him. So, Caleb, I guess at Starbucks, at, at their work, you can make yourself like a really big something for free. So he has this big iced tea in his hands. So as this guy <laughs> is about to drive by and spit on him, he preempts him and he throws the iced tea. Like <laughs> he just means to hit the car, but it goes through the window <laughs> and it splashes both of these guys. And so they they're still on their horn driving, and I guess it takes them a second because they get like half a block down the road before like they slam on their
0: brakes
1: (laughs) and get out of the car. And these two big hillbilly guys that look like they mean business and they start chasing Caleb. They're running back towards Caleb. So Caleb goes in the other direction and he's just dashing. Naturally. And uh, he he goes a few blocks. These guys are catching up to him and there's this Arby's uh, on the corner. So he says, okay, He's thinking, I'm going to go inside this Arby's. I don't want to be knifed by these guys. So I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to jump behind the counter and like go back behind the grills, whatever it takes. So he's planning this all out and he's running before he gets to Arby's door, he hears freeze and he looks back behind him. And there's an off duty undercover sheriff who happened to be in the Arby's parking lot.
0: Wow. And,
1: he stops everybody, gets them all together, and so he's questioning uh, these two big hillbillies and Caleb. And the uh, yeah, two big hillbillies make up this story it's like it's not true. It makes them look good or, or like justified, right? And uh, like maybe Caleb, Caleb
0: did something unprovoked, right? To exactly.
1: Yeah, and Caleb says, you know, I I did something stupid. Like, I I flipped them off and I and I threw my drink at them. He says it was water. Uh, instead of iced tea to make it sound a little better, like, who's the right, no? Because right. they were just going to spit on him, so maybe iced tea is too much, he thinks. Mm-hmm. But that's the only thing he lies about. And uh, so the sheriff, like, doesn't think what Caleb did is too unreasonable. And uh, so he's getting everybody's information. Right. And, like,
0: this this maybe isn't a real crime. This is just shenanigans yeah. for
1: the sheriff. Right. So he's getting everybody's information. Uh, Caleb has his ID that he shows him. The other guys, they don't have any identification of them. There's no ID. They're driving a car without an ID, so there's a crime right there. So he's, he's patting them down to see if like they have, they're hiding something, like why aren't they letting him know who they are? And he finds a vial of crack cocaine. Wow. Yes. And so immediately these guys are put in handcuffs, called (laughs) the back up, More, more cops come. These guys are arrested and they're like filling out all this paperwork. And in the meantime, Caleb's just kind of standing around like he doesn't know what to do. So he, he interrupts the sheriff and he's like, uh, what, what should I do? And the sheriff kind of forgot that Caleb was even there. And he's like, oh yeah, well, you're free to go. So he just (laughs) walks off. Very lucky that the sheriff was there.
0: A couple of giant crack smoking rednecks. Yes, I imagine would have beat his ass good. Yeah, that.
1: I imagine so. I mean, it may have been a more interesting story if the sheriff wasn't there to find out what
0: happened. But. I mean, I've met Caleb, and he's not a tiny guy by any means. But you know two on one, yeah. two on one is never a good good way to go into things.
1: No, no. And and these guys were clearly pissed off, right?
0: Like, <laughs> not thinking possibly
1: clearly. possibly on crack cocaine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> possibly <laughs> the possibility is very real yeah um i remember in high school uh this just reminded me there was a game that uh, people supposedly played but i never knew anyone that actually did it because it was very mean called fire in the hole where uh someone went through a drive-through and they ordered the largest drink that they could yeah and then as soon as it got passed to them through the through the drive-through window they were to yell fire yeah. in the hole and then throw it back at the employee.
1: <laughs> I haven't and, heard about that.
0: You know, that's, that's funny to talk about, but yeah. I imagine like seeing it happen would just be kind of sad. And,
1: you know, you would, uh, yeah, I'm definitely for the drive-thru person. And I think if you were in the store and saw this, you would. Exactly. You'd like feel some pity. Yeah. I don't
0: think as a bystander, I would be, think it was that funny.
1: No, but in no theory, way.
0: it's hilarious. And, uh, oh, yeah and i'm glad to see it sort of happen unfold in this story yeah because yeah
1: justified here these
0: guys kind of had it coming they were they were being douchey they didn't just have the misfortune to work a minimum wage job with a window involved (laughs) right yeah so wow that's a great story Good. yeah i think so too well thank you for sharing that you're welcome and this time around no feedback came in about last week's story so that does it for this week's episode Huge thanks to the Reverend Jeremy White for sharing this story. If you'd like to leave a comment on the blog, head on over to secondhandstorytime.com. While you're there, you can find links to subscribe, either through RSS or through iTunes, and links to our Musician Gummery and the license, the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 Unported License. To become a fan on Facebook, head to facebook.com secondhandstorytime. And to get updates through Twitter, go to twitter.com secondhandstory. If you'd like to send me some longer feedback or have an idea for a story, write to will at secondhandstorytime.com. Perhaps, like today's episode, you have a story about someone getting in a fight with a stranger. I'd love to hear that or anything you'd like to share. Thanks for listening, and we'll have another episode next Thursday.